open eyes that we may see to follow the within. Today on Daily Devotional, we are coming out of Numbers chapter 26, 1 through 65. And we see in this chapter that a second census is taken in Israel and the numbers are so great, they are a very great proportion. So, once you get your Bibles, want you to get your tablets, cell phones, however you may read the word, get your coffee, your tea, your bagels, however you, you know, whatever you're eating at this 
time at this moment that you're listening to this podcast. And I want you to come and let's read this word together. It is Numbers chapter 26, 1 through 65. We are talking about second census of Israel is taken and the numbers are in a great proportion. All right, and the numbers, the numbers are so great in this chapter. So, come on now, let's get busy. All right, come on now, it's time to get busy. Today, we are reading Numbers chapter 26, 1 through 65. So, the word says, And it came to pass after the plague that the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Elijah, the son of Aaron the priest, saying, Take the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel, from twenty years old and upward, throughout their father's house, all that are able to go to war in Israel. And Moses and Elijah the priests spake with them in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Take the sum of the people, from twenty years old and upward, as the Lord commanded Moses and the children of Israel, which went forth out of the land of Egypt. Reuben, the eldest son of Israel, the children of Reuben, Hanak, of whom cometh the family of Hanakites, of Palu, Palu, the family of Puluites, of Hezron, the family of Hezronites, of Carmi, the family of Carmites. These are the families of the Reubenites, and they that were numbered of them were forty and three thousand and seven hundred and thirty, and the sons of Pelu, Eliab, the sons of Eliab, Nemuel, and Dathan, and Abiram, this is that Dathan, and Abiram, which were famous in the congregation, who strove against Moses and against Aaron in the company of Korah, when they strove against the Lord, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah. When that company died, what time the fire devoured two hundred and fifty men and they became a sign. Notwithstanding the children of Korah died not. The sons of Simeon after their families of Nemuel, the family of Nemuelites, of Jamin, the family of Geminites, of Jachin, Jachin, the family of Jachinites, of Zerah, 
the family of Zerites, of Sheol, the family of Sheolites. These are the families of the Simeonites, 20 and 2,200. The children of Gad, after their families of Zephon, the family of Zephonites, of Haggai, Haggai, the family of Haggites, of Shunai, the family of Shunites, of Osni, the family of Ozites, of Eri, the family of Erites, of Aaron, the family of Erodites, Erodites, of Aurelia, the family of Aureliites. These are the families of the children of Gad, according to those that were numbered of them, 40,500. The sons of Judah were Ir and Onan, and Ir and Onan died in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Judah, after their families, were of Shelah, the family of the Shelanites, of Fuzraid, the family of Fuzraites, Fuzraites, of Zera, the family of Zarites, the sons of Perez were of Hezron, the family of Hezronites, of Hu, Ham, Hamu, the family of Humuliites. These are the families of Judah, according to those that were numbered of them. Three score, and three score means 60, and 16,500. So that would read 60, that would read 60 and 16,500. Of the sons of Issachar, after their families of Tola, the family of the Tolites of Pua, the family of Puanites of Jeshub, Jeshub, the family of Jeshubites of Shimron, Shimron, family of Shimrites. These are the families of Issachar, according to those that were numbered of them, three score, four hundred, three score and four hundred and three hundred. Of the sons of Zebulun, after their families of Sered, the family of Sardites, of Elon, the family of Elonites, of Jalil, Jalil, the family of Jaliites. These are the families of Zebulonites, according to those that were numbered of them, three score thousand and five hundred. The sons of Joshua, the sons of Joseph, excuse me, sons of Joseph after their families were Manasseh, and Ephraim 
of the sons of Manasseh, Manasseh, of Machir, the family of Machirites, and Machir begat Gilead, and Gilead come the family of the Gileadite, Gileadite, Gileadites. These are the sons of Gilead, of Jezer, the family of Jezerites, of Helik, the family of Helikites, of Azrael, Azrael, the family of Azraelites, and of Shishem, the family of Shishemites, and of Shemida, Shemida, the family of Shemidianites, oh, and of Hefer, the family of Heferites, and Zelophad, and Zelophada, Zelophahad, Zelophahad, the son of Hefer, had no sons but daughters. And the names of the daughters of Zelophehad were Mala, Mala, and Noah, Hagla, Hagla, Milsak, and Tiza, Tiza. These are the families of Manasseh. And those that were numbered of them, fifty and two thousand and seven hundred. These are the sons of Ephraim, after their families of Shutila, the family of the Shutilahites, of Bishil, the family of Bishirites, of Tiha family of Tianites. And these are the sons of Shutalah of Iran, the family of Iranites. These are the families of the sons of Ephraim, according to those that were numbered of them, thirty and two thousand and five hundred. These are the sons of Joseph after their families. The sons of Benjamin after their families of Bilah. The family of Belites, of Ashbel, family of Ashbelites, of Ahara, the son, the family of the Aharamites, of Shupam, the family of Shupamites, of Hapam, the family of Hupamites. And the sons of Bella were Ard, Ard and Naaman. Of Ard, the family of Ardites, and of Naaman, the family of Naamites. These are the sons of Benjamin after their families, and they that were numbered of them were forty and five thousand and six hundred. These are the sons of Dan. After their families, Ashuam, the family of Shuamites. These are the families of Dan. After their families, all the families of the Shuamites, according to those that were numbered of them, were threescore and four thousand and four hundred. And the children of Asher, after their families, of Jimna, 
founder of Gemonites, of Jesu, the founder of Jesuite, Jesuites, of Beriah, the founder of Berites, of the sons of Beriah, 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 of Heber, the family of Heberites, of Malchalel, the family of Malchalites, and the names of the daughter of Asher was Sarah. These are the families of the sons of Asher, according to those that were numbered of them, who were fifty and three thousand and four hundred of the sons of Natali, after their families of Jezeel, the family of Jezeelites, of Gunai, the family of Gunites, of Jezer, the family of Jezerites, of Shelem, the family of Shelemites. These are the families of Natali, according to their families, and they that were numbered of them were forty and five thousand and four hundred. These were the number of the children of Israel, six hundred thousand and and a thousand seven hundred and thirty. So. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Unto these the land shall be divided for an inheritance according to the number of names. To many thou shalt give the more inheritance, and to few thou shalt give the least inheritance. To every one shall his inheritance be given according to those that were numbered of him. Notwithstanding, the land shall be divided, a lot shall be divided by a lot. According to the names of the tribes of their fathers, they shall inherit. According to the lot, according to the lot, shall the possession thereof be divided between many and few. And these are they that were numbered of the Levites after their families of Gershon family of Gershonites, of Kohath, the family of Kohanites, Kohanites, of Mirari, the family of Mirarites. These are the families of the Levites, Levites, the family of Libnites, the family of Heberonites, the family of Malites, the family of Mushites, the family of Korathites and Kohath begat Amram. And the name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, whom her mother bare to Levi in Egypt. And she bare unto Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam, their sister. And unto Aaron was born Nadab, and Abinahu, Elijah, and Ithamar. And Nadab, and Abinahu, Abinahu died when they offered strange fire before the Lord. 
And those that were numbered of them were twenty and three thousand, all males from a month old and upward, for they were not numbered among the children of Israel, because there was no inheritance given them among the children of Israel. These are they that were numbered by Moses and Elijah the priest, who numbered the children of Israel in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho. But among those, but among these, there was not a man of them whom Moses and Aaron the priest numbered when they numbered the children of Israel in the wilderness of Sinai. For the Lord has said of them, they shall surely die in the wilderness, and there was not left a man of them, save Caleb, the son of Jephanu, and Joshua, the son of Nun. I have just read Numbers chapter 26. 1 through 65. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you for your words of encouragement. Thank you for your words of just your words, Lord. Sometimes it is just your word that pulls our souls out of the darkness. Sometimes it is just your word that clears up all doubt, all shame and all deliverance. Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be with you. Each morning, each day, each present, each each minute, each hour, each second. Lord, we thank you for allowing us just to spend time with you. Lord, we thank you for all that you have done for us. Lord, we thank you for your word, for it is it, it is true. And with these things, Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hello, 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 everyone's, everyone's, everyone's. All right, it's time to deep dive into this chapter of Numbers chapter 26, 1 through 65, right? And we see that God has cleaned house, right? And this is not the first census that was taken for the children of Israel. And it was taken when they was in Sinai, right? With him and Aaron, Moses and Aaron took this census the first time. And God, 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 God is always thinking ahead when He's always, always thinking ahead. He's like 10 steps ahead of you. He knows what he wants to do. He's already 10 steps ahead of 
where you're at or where you're going, right? And I say that because we see, we see, we're looking in this chapter, and this chapter is very understandable uh, that this is a new group of people, right? These are totally new group of people. They are totally different from the group that started off when they left Egypt, okay? And we see that God is very intentional about what he has done. And he realizes that the first group that left from Egypt could not complete the trip into the promised land. And that says a lot about God's thought process. He knows who you're supposed to take with you on this trip, who's supposed to go on this trip, and who's going to make it to where he has his destination for you to go to be. And I got a sermon for y'all tomorrow, and the title of it is, Everybody Can't Go With You, okay? Um, Just leave it at that to give you that title, but it coincides with what we're talking about today on this daily devotion topic. And... If you look at everything that has happened to the children of Israel since they have left the land of Egypt, everything has changed for them. At first, they were very dependent on being with the Egyptians because the Egyptians was doing things, were doing things to have them in a mindset of, I can only have this level. I can only be at this level. I can only think at this level. I can only um, uh, like interact with my fellow man at this level. At this, this certain level. And because the Egyptians was over them, the Egyptians controlled everything that the Israelites would do. They control. They control them in the morning. They get up. They what they were gonna eat. What how long they were gonna work. Um, what they were going to wear. What I mean, they Egyptians had them all discombobulated. Okay, and they didn't think for themselves. They, they they didn't have a concept of what level a mindset they could have beyond thinking in the land of Egypt. And because the Egyptians were so hell-bent on making these people slaves, they just thought like slaves. They had no concept of thinking outside of for themselves. And went on for generations and generations and generations. And then God says, look, all right, time for y'all to leave this place time for y'all leave this place and think on a higher level, think on a different mindset, think on a different you know have, have how can I say God was teaching them how to have be self-sufficient be uh, uh, the thought process had to change the uh, mannerisms had to change the rules had the, the rules definitely changed for them, okay? And and 
The thing about change, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be very, 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 very hard for one mindset to another where you're not, where someone was thinking for you, that's just like when, when we evolve from being children to teenagers to adults. It is a different mindset change when it comes into different seasons or different times in your life. You have to think a certain way. You have to think a different way. Every, 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 every so many amount of years, we always change from this. I have a childlike mindset. Now I got to think more of what my future holds or where I want to be in life. And, you know, that's the transition that we go through in life, right? From child to teenager to adult, right? And that's what God has shown them in the process of going from Egypt into the wilderness. And then now they're going into the promised land, right? But in this process, God learns, God, God understands the people that have left Egypt are not the same people that are here now, right? He understands, he already knows everything about you, everything, he already knows your mindset, he already knows what you're thinking, he already knows, he, God knows everything, okay? But he was trying to teach them how to evolve. Some people did not evolve during this time. Well, I give this example. God tried to show them that I, him, he was the leader of them. And then you got these, you know, you, you know, God's telling, look, I'm gonna give you Moses. Okay, Moses and Aaron, and and these are these are the two people that I'm going to give you to lead you out from this place of uh, isolation, this place of slavery, this place of um, a new beginning. I'm going to give you these two particular men to lead you and guide you. And they will speak. They, I will speak to them and they will speak to you. Okay. Now we see, God said, these is some stiff-necked people. Okay. Sorry, God already know. He, he already knew he got hard heads in the group. Okay. And the thing is, is that over a period of time, over a period of time, we see that God is eliminating disobedience, strife. Uh, he, the ones that want to do what they want to do when they want to do it, he getting rid of them. He's gotten rid of them. He's gotten rid of uh, disobedience. He's gotten rid of murmuring. He's gotten rid of the complaining. He's getting rid of all these things that have nothing to do with where he is taking them. We even see it when they step out of line of doing stuff out of or de- out of decent in the order with the two son, two Aaron's two sons, where he turned around he, and they they end up dead because they wanted to give up some strange fire before the Lord. Okay, they weren't supposed to do that. 
So, so okay, uh, you want to be okay? I got you. All right. God is getting rid of all these people that do not believe in me, that do not have uh, the capacity to sit and do as I say. And one thing I see that this is prominent is God has gotten rid of all those people that have come out out of Egypt and started with a new group. He said, "Okay, all right." And it, it, it and and it's a gradual thing. It's gradual. It's a gradual thing where you see people, you know, where you see the disobedience of Korah, Korah, uh, Korah, and he turned around, has a rebellion, and he uh, ends up dead along with all the other people that wanted to go along with him to rise up against uh, Aaron and Moses. Then you see he kills the 200 and 250 people. 250,000 people, I think that's what the equivalent of what the people they missing. I mean, no, that end up getting sucked in the earth because of their disobedience, because they want to rise up against somebody that was their leader that God had put into place. And then we have to see that uh, Miriam uh, wants to go against uh, Moses with Aaron, with Aaron, his brother, and tries to convince him, um, look, okay, um, why you? Why Moses got to be leader? Why Moses got to be this? Why? Why Moses got to do everything? Why God? Why Moses? Why Mo? You know why Moses doing all this and you can't do? It? She trying to boost his ego, you know, and try to talk him into overthrowing Moses. But she turns leprous and she dies. She turns leprous and then they have to, you know, over a period of time. I say this. What you do and what you say can be very detrimental to your health. How you treat people, how you backstab people, how you gossip about people, how you do that. I have seen it done in my life. What you say and do to others or come up or what you say and do to others can have be very detrimental to your health. Okay, so you see that that's done. But God has gradually ease those old souls out of the picture. I give this example. When I was out there in the street doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff, wasn't doing what God asked me to do, and I was running from my calling. I was a prostitute. I was a thief. I was a, a liar. I was uh, I, um, I just I was just out there doing all kind of. I was a stripper. I was doing all these things, you know, doing all these things that God didn't have for me to do, right? And then He He brings me to this place of where, uh, okay, now it's time for you to get yourself together. God will always give you a wake up call when they try to get you together. When He wants you to do better in your life, when He wants you to be better in your life. He wants you to have that understanding of look, this this level you own is beneath you. It's just like Cherry Israel. This level you own, this mindset you own is beneath you. And this is I created you so I know what you can do and I know what you can become and I know what you can accomplish in life. And what you're doing is beneath you. But if you want to stay there, you can stay right there. You can go ahead and stay, stay where you at. 
but you're not gonna go nowhere. It's not gonna prosper. It's not gonna have no 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 real good ending to it. It's not gonna it's not gonna amount to anything, you know. And God says, once you accept me in your life, I can give you the desires of your heart. I can keep you. I can sustain you. I can deliver you. I can be your night, your day, your your everything. And that's what He was telling about the children of Israel. He was trying to teach them that I am your number one source of why you live, why you breathe, why you have an existence, why you have these things that that you can prosper, that you can have more, that you can be better at where you're at. And if you just let me lead you, I will get you there. But you have to listen to me. And that's the thing he went down with the children of Israel. So now this is a second census. And only Moses, Caleb, and Joshua are left. Ain't nobody else left. Aaron dead too. Because Aaron was hard-headed. Aaron was Aaron, Aaron because of what he did and and and, and uh, Maribeth. Hard-headed. And then even Moses has to have a consequence behind what he does and Mary Beth when it comes to the rock to the water out of the rock God did not say strike the rock okay so we we get we we understand that he didn't he he did something out of context God didn't ask him to do so he even has to deal with this punishment of you can't go into the land of the promised land like I promised to others you can still walk with them and do all the things but when I bring them promised land you can't go in And this is what God does to us when he wants us to lead that old life alone. When he's bringing us out of slavery, he wants to leave all that old stuff there. He's trying to open your mind. He's trying to open your hearts. He's trying to open you to understand that I am your sustainer. I could show you better than I could tell you. Give me the manna. They talking about they ain't got no food. They complain about food. God gave them manna. They had no water. They got water out of rock. They were just the utmost ungratefulest people I had ever seen. I mean, I'm, I'm beside myself, of course. And it taught me something. Be grateful for everything that God has blessed you with when it comes to breath in your body, activity of your limbs, and you are in your right mind. Because Satan can take all that from you if you listen to the wrong people. Okay? And this is what he does. He he opens this new way of thinking for the children of Israel. He says, all right, slowly but surely, I'm going to get rid of all the old people. Because they don't want to change. They too set in their mindset of where they was at in Egypt. And sometimes your past can kill you when you don't leave it where it's at. Your past can kill you if you don't leave it uh, where it can't where where it's at. And sometimes we have to do when God tells us to step out on faith. We have to do those things 
Not to do those things because that will it will bring us more prosperity and bring us a closer relationship with God. I, I tell you that because when I lost the three most important people in my life, it made me change a whole lot about me. It changed a whole lot about me. Now I don't do drugs. I don't fornicate. I don't, I'm not out here selling my body. I'm not, you know, hanging with the wrong people that's doing, that's not doing nothing. You know, and then, then God elevates your mind and he gives you new ideas once you say, okay, God, I'm yours. Here I am. Use me. I didn't think I would be where I'm at. I am now. If I had not, if I had chose the path, if I had just stayed on that road or what I was doing, I would still be doing the same stuff. Nothing. Just spinning, chasing my own tail, as they say, dog chasing tail. If I had not had that situation happen in my life, and death is not the end. Death can be a beginning of something new. And we see that in this chapter. We see that God is giving them a new way of living, a new way of thinking, a new way of everything. And th- and he's gotten rid of all that old stuff, all them old people, all that old crap that he was doing. All And God's giving them a new way of thinking. And now he says, I want you to gather everybody that had, that can fight. And it calls this census. And this number, this census is so this this census has gotten them past exceeding, I think, what exceeding who how many people came out of Egypt. This is a, a new, these are new souls, new beings, new new generations, new thing, new generations. And God says, okay, I'm gonna start a new thing in you. And that's what he does. So let God start a new thing in you. You can't bring them old people, them old things, them old, that old mindset. You can't bring that into your new life. Because it's not going to work. That conning, that scheming, that 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 I want to get over on people. I, 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 I you know, I, I want to, that, that kind of mindset. God is bringing you up to a new mindset, a new way of thinking. In your mind, when he starts you anew, and he gets you to, all right, well, I got all these, you know, I, you know, and and when I let God take control over my life, he gave me new ideas, new ways of thinking, new things that would prosper me and not hurt me, and he took my past, and he took my past to use it to teach others how to come out of those type of situations that I was dealing with. That I was holding on to, like the children of Egypt. I was holding on to strife. I was holding on to uh, unforgiveness. I was holding on to arts people had done to me. I was just holding on to stuff, and the stuff just kept me bound. And then I would go use drugs, and I would do I would do stuff that was not becoming of God, and it kept me bound. But when I accepted God into my life, everything changed. Everything evolved. Everything, even. Even my friends, my my friends, I changed them. And he also gave me discernment to know right from wrong. When something is not right, you better listen. When it, it, it hits you in the gut, listen. That's God speaking to you. He gives you these things and 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 
we we wouldn't run from our calling. We wouldn't run. But no, God said, no, I'm running, I'm gonna run you right back into what I want you to do. You can step off, you can step off that landing if you want to, but I'm gonna bring you right back to where I want you to. I'm gonna give you a wake-up call. Okay. So all things start anew for the children of Israel. And I want us to keep reading. Because I want to see where they go. I want to see where they go. I want to see what happens to them. This is an exciting story. And I want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you have enjoyed your daily devotional for today. I want to say tomorrow I will be going live for all of my programming. Morning Word and Worship, Let's Talk Sunday, Think About It Sunday, and Author's Excerpt Sunday. We have a few schedule changes. Author Excerpt Sunday tomorrow will be at 11 a.m. live with Author Sephora Israel. The name of her book is I'm Pretty, I'm Positive, and Unique. I'm Pretty, Positive, and Unique. And you can find her book on Amazon, Amazon Amazon.com. Or you can order it personally from her, of her off of her website, www.markyourbeauty.com. That is spelled M-A-R-K-U-R-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. Okay. Um, it is a motivational book. It is a, a affirmation book, and it's very good for the children. It's a she's a children's author. And it is very inspiring. I have the book here. And that's one of the books I picked for my grandbaby. Okay. So, um, my, my first grandbaby, I'm, I'm excited about that, you know. Um, and so, I will be uploading these on Monday, on Monday, all of my programming on Monday. Okay. And if you have, and if you missed... If you miss them, you can watch the replays, okay? Ain't no problem. You can go to my YouTube page, Sharice uh, Johnson Moore, and you can watch replays. Or you can watch replays on, uh, I do live broadcast tomorrow, Twitter, Sharice J. Moore for Twitter, Sharice Johnson Moore for Instagram, Sharice Johnson Moore 2 for Facebook, Sharice Johnson Moore for LinkedIn and Sharice Johnson Moore for YouTube. Okay, and uh Sharice and LBM TV for the LBM TV streaming channel. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. And I would love for you to come in. For Instagram, they don't allow, you know, for they allow for lives, but not the lives that I do because I do mine through StreamYard. So, I will be uploading that tomorrow, all my programs tomorrow for uh, it for for Instagram unless I do them live. That Authors Excerpt Sunday program will be an upload, okay? But the rest of the programs will be alive for Morning Word of Worship, Let's Talk Sunday, and Think About It Sunday. I just want to give you all that information. Also, I need authors for my Authors Excerpt Sunday show. If you are interested, please reach out to me through 
this particular email I'm about to give you. My website is under reconstruction right now, so you're going to have to bear with me a little bit. Capital S, capital N, capital J, capital M, lowercase O-O-R-E, 71 at Outlook.com. Okay, that's a capital S, capital N, capital J, capital M, lowercase O-O-R-E, 71 at Outlook.com. Okay, and send me, you know, you got inquiries and things like that, and I, I, you know, you want to know about the show. Okay, I'm here. All right. And I want to thank everyone for listening today to Daily Devotional. I love you. Oh, tomorrow's Authors Extra Sunday with Zabor Israel will be at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I just want to put that out to you. It's not going to be on at 6. Uh, we have we have to we have coordinate a special time for the author to come in at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Author's name is Zipporah Israel, okay? Um, yes, so I just want to put that out there and I love y'all and I pray that everything will be alright with you today, okay? Alright, I want y'all to have a blessed day and see y'all again on Daily Devotionals. Bye, babies. And welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Thank you.